Hello, I am Dr. Adam DeFault, the superintendent of Catholic schools for the Diocese of Columbus, and this is Becoming Saints, the podcast for our Catholic schools. The podcast's name, Becoming Saints, comes from a beautiful statement and a powerful reminder from the late Pope Benedict XVI, who said, a good school provides a rounded education for the whole person, and a good Catholic school, over and above this, should help all its students to become saints. And indeed, that is the mission and purpose of our Catholic schools, as we strive to fulfill the teaching mission given to us by Jesus. Our topic today is a report on the success of the New Emmaus Road Scholarship Fund at the Office of Catholic Schools. We've just completed a major campaign during the months of November and December to raise awareness about it, and now the totals are in, the checks have been counted, and we're eager to share some good news about how we are able to support the families in financial need in the Diocese of Columbus. First, a, a little background information. The diocese believes that Catholic education should be available for all families who desire it, regardless of financial status. And so tuition assistance is a key concern of every school. There are several sources of financial assistance, ranging from the schools themselves to parishes, the Catholic Foundation, and the Office of Catholic Schools. But the need is staggering. Last year, the requests made to the Office of Catholic Schools totaled around $15 million. Our ability to meet that need was limited to less than $1 million. Enter Ohio's SGO program. In the last state budget, the state established scholarship-granting organizations, allowing approved nonprofits to offer tax credits in return for donations to support tuition assistance. The Emmaus Road Scholarship Fund is the SGO of the Diocese of Columbus and actually the first SGO established in the state of Ohio. Here to talk about the Emmaus Road Scholarship Fund are Seth Burkholder, the Associate Director for Data Analysis and Finance at the Office of Catholic Schools, and Teresa Vivona, the Associate Director for Advancement in the Office of Catholic Schools. So let's begin together in prayer, and then we'll turn our attention to the SGO. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, continue to bless our Catholic schools. Help them continue to be a source of wisdom to learn about your love for us. May all who enter their classrooms be filled with the gift of your Holy Spirit and come to know you in a more meaningful way. May Catholic education grow so that your good news can be taught to children from all around your world. Amen. In the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So Seth, Teresa, once again, welcome. Um, thanks for joining me for this discussion. We um, want to think about how we did with the SGO. We just recently finished up a big push uh, back in November and December, and I think we've got all the checks counted and all the numbers tallied. So how did we do? Uh, well, we're excited to announce that we raised $1.9 million, actually over $1.9 million. Um, most of that was in the last eight weeks of the year. Um, approximately $1.7 million came in at the, the last eight weeks of the year. So it's very exciting. That's an incredible total for just eight weeks. Absolutely. What do you attribute that success to? Lots of people. Uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, the principals who we first educated this uh, program on, um, who took it to their schools, took it to their families, uh, to their staff. Uh, but then the, really the one that I saw stand out, and we can talk about various locations, were the priests. Uh, the priests who stood up at Mass and talked about this, who uh, put their staff to work helping to spread information through their parish to all their parishioners. Um, they, they, they did, did a big job. 
yeah, yeah. that's that's a powerful uh, point there. I mean, they are leaders in their communities, Absolutely. and when they talk about this and endorse it, it really helps to spread that message. Were there any real good success stories that stood out from parishes or schools that um, saw a lot of? Uh, money raised for oh, this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll talk inside Franklin County and outside Franklin County as well, because uh, as you learn more about this program, you realize that it's a, it's a tax program, and if you make money, you pay taxes, which means you can give to this. So it's not limited to a certain area. But yes, uh, St. Bridget over in Dublin did just over $400,000. Wow. Uh, St. Matthew on the other side of uh, Columbus did $150,000. Uh, St. Catherine and St. Michael were in there with uh, good numbers, close to 100. Um, so we saw really good success um, around Columbus. Um, when you get outside of Columbus, St. Mary, Delaware, over $100,000, had wow. the third highest total. Uh, St. Francis out, out in Newark did close to $100,000. Uh, Bishop Flaget down in Chillicothe. So you can see it really spread around mm -hmm. north and east and south. Uh, it just goes to show that it doesn't matter what community you're in, you educate and push appropriately you can you can really make this happen and That's great and as we like to say this is really as we did this in eight weeks this is just the we're just scraping the surface yeah. of what this just be. the beginning yes right i think yes. i think that's a good point as people get more familiar with the sgo and because uh, i think seth you and i had talked about there's there's really not that many tax credits in the state of ohio so this is a really new concept for a number of reasons yeah yeah and and and, and Especially this specific tax credit is really brand new to the state of Ohio, but to our country, it's not. It exists in 20 other states already, so um, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. And how does the size of it compare, like $2 million that we raised versus what, what's typical in Yeah, so we reached out some other, some other dioceses before we even set our SGO up, and one of the main ones was the Archdiocese of Chicago, which they're much larger than us. And they do $12 million every year. Oh, wow. Um, but even at that, I think we can do that here. And I think we will. Mm -hmm. As people catch on yes. and as hopefully we'll see some uh, support through legislative efforts in the next couple of months with the state budget, that threshold might go up. And as that happens, mm -hmm. maybe that $12 million becomes more... Uh, more achievable. Oh, absolutely. Us. And you, you hit on the increases because we have some of the lowest increase or some of the lowest uh, tax credit amounts in the country right now because it is so new. Mm -hmm. So I, I do fully expect those to go up. That's great. Yeah. And so what's the impact then on the schools when they have the the funds raised now for the SGO, 400000 150000 That's allows them a certain amount of... Um, freedom to work with their budgets and to change how they currently do financial aid. So what is that impact going to look like? Absolutely. Well, um, so we're asking all families who are interested in um, receiving some of these SGO dollars to apply through our fax grant need program. Uh, it's a system that we had in place for um, diocesan tuition assistance for many years. And so um, in the interest of simplicity and so that they don't have to go in make two applications, and where is this money coming from? Um, we're using the same platform and the same process that we've had. Um, what it does is for these schools, any families who do receive funds from the SGO, it helps make Catholic education affordable. And so that frees up dollars that maybe the schools have had to um, budget for tuition assistance within their own communities. Um, now 
those dollars are freed up for them to be able to do other things in their schools, in their parishes, that sort of thing. Yeah, I really see two things. Um, there's lots of things we can do, but two that stand out to me is there's a lot of kids who sit in mass every Sunday with their families who would love a Catholic education, but they just, they, they crunch all the numbers and they can't make it work. Well, now if your parish, your school has 400,000 more dollars to give to those families, we can get more of those kids into our schools. In addition, um, because our parishes uh, have access to this SGO money to uh, help with tuition assistance, now they can use less of their offertory money to help support the school. And now all those other ministries that you want to do in your parish and support, now you can do those things. So it's, it's really a win-win uh, for parish and school. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So just thinking about um, tuition assistance, the, as Teresa mentioned, the diocese has always done tuition assistance. The Catholic Foundation generously provides um, funds to do that every year. Uh, how does the SGO change what we're able to do for tuition assistance? Um, well, with the $2 million now, we are, traditionally we've been able to give away approximately a million dollars in tuition assistance from the diocese. Now we've you know, tripled that. Wow. Um, so it is. It's a huge difference. It's $3 million of scholarship funds that are going back to our schools, um, to families who are who demonstrate need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they maybe are, as Seth was saying, they're crunching the numbers. They just can't make it work or... Or they make it work, but it's a tr- true struggle. Mm-hmm. And this opens up opportunities for those families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think last year the need in our in our diocese was something like $15 million. Mm-hmm. So you can see as this continues to grow and grow, if someday we do get up into the Archdiocese of Chicago realm of $12 million a year, we're getting pretty close to eliminating or at least changing the landscape of what tuition assistance and affordability looks like in our diocese. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's, that's a wonderful goal Absolutely. to have. Absolutely. To really make sure that finances are truly not an obstacle for any child to attend Catholic schools. Yeah, yeah. And I do have my stretch goal of beating Chicago as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have goals. Yep. We like that. And I think we the like SGO that. coupled with um, you know, state programs like EdChoice, it really we're making a huge impact on making Catholic education affordable. Yeah. Um, it, it will be, it is a game changer. Continues to solidify Ohio's precisely. position as a national leader in Absolutely. school choice. Absolutely. Letting dollars follow students mm-hmm. and not just funding systems, but allowing parents to make the decisions about where they want their children educated yep. and taking money out of that equation. I mean, that follows, you know, our catechism teaches parents are the primary educators of their children. And should have the right and the ability to decide between the best form of education for their child. When you take money out of the equation, it makes Catholic schools a wonderful option for oh, our yeah. parents. Absolutely. All parents. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and we have another colleague who's not here with us right now, but Allison Metzger, who uh, specifically works in our office on government affairs. Mm-hmm. And she's right in the middle of all these changes and ways that, yes, so we can help parents to be, as you just said. Yeah. This is budget season, as we mentioned, yeah. yep. and um, I know Allison is working with her legislative action network mm-hmm. to start advocating for growth of the SGO, among other things, as we move into the state budget session. Yep. yep, yep. And so I always make the push that if you're listening to this right now, get involved. You know, the state wants to hear from people like you. Uh, uh, contact Allison Metzger. Reach out about her legislative you know, action network and... Mm-hmm. 
be a part of it. Is that parent voice is, is really important. Yeah. Legislators want to hear from the voters Absolutely. rather than the institutions. So communicating with legislators and saying, yeah, this is something I really support. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm improves the likelihood that we see these changes right. continue to evolve. And just put a little plug in for Allison and her um, advocacy day. She is planning a parent advocacy day for later um, in March, March 29th. And so for our Catholic school parents and those who are proponents of Catholic education, um, you know, please think about joining us. It's a great opportunity to, to help make this happen. Absolutely. Because this SGO was born out of the last budget yep. two years ago. Yep. I think it was just a few lines sure hidden was. inside the uh, text of the massive budget document that I'm, I'm not sure anyone was really expecting. Yeah. Right. And once we oh, saw right. it, we jumped on it. Yeah, I think we were the Diocese of Columbus, actually, through a lot of the work that you did, Seth, and, and our legal office, mm -hmm. was uh, the first SGO established in Ohio. You bet. You bet. It's a great and, thing. Yep. So... Just looking back at um, our conversation so far, one point that I want to make sure we emphasize is that um, while there were a lot of funds directed at specific schools, there was also a sizable amount of money directed toward an unrestricted fund. Correct. What does that allow us to do? So those funds basically could go to any one of our schools mm -hmm. in the Diocese of Columbus. Um, it is, you know... We have to prioritize uh, low-income families. That's 300% of the federal poverty level. Prioritize uh, those families for tuition assistance and scholarships through the SGO. Um, but, you know, the, basically the unrestricted fund allows us to help the greatest number of students that we can. It's not just a student, you know, or families in a specific community <clears throat> all across our diocese. So, um, you know, we hope that that really does continue to grow because it's, it's huge. It, for smaller schools who may not have as large of a parish or a, you know, student body, that sort of thing, these funds could assist them um, because they just don't have the capacity to right. raise as many, you know, as much as um, larger parishes like a St. Bridget or a St. Right. Francis de Sales, that sort of thing. Helps yeah. us to even things Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was great to see. I mean, I think we were kind of shocked at how well that fund grew. Um, but I think that says something about the people in our diocese and how committed we are as, as a collective whole. Incredibly generous. Yes. Yeah. We received some calls. I fielded some calls from donors who were like, I want to help, you know, a school or schools that are in greatest need. And we really directed them to that unrestricted fund because that's where they're making the greatest impact mm -hmm. is in that unrestricted fund. Um, you know, if, if they don't have a tie to a particular school or parish, um, to just say, hey, this is where you can make a great impact. That's great. And they were, you know, when I, we spoke to them and helped them understand, they're, oh, yes, absolutely, let's do that. <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So we have a choice. The donors absolutely. have a choice. They can make the decision sure. to support a specific school or two right. or three at, or right. the or. unrestricted fund. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's wonderful. Yes. That's great. Yes. So the SGO is not just an end-of-the-year activity. It's mm -hmm. open and accepting donations right now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And our big push um, really in the early part of this year is, is for donors to set up recurring donations if that works better with their budget. We understand that lump sum payments of 750 or 1500 aren't feasible for everyone. 
So we do have that recurring gift option on our website, which is EmmausRoadScholarship.org. Um, on the giving page, they can set it up. It can be monthly, quarterly. You can really choose the date that you want the, the charge to be made um, and to you know pay over in that manner over the course of the year um, so that it's not such a strain on a budget. Um, we also still accept good old-fashioned checks. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, um, and those can be mailed to our office at, at 197 East Gay Street in Columbus, 43215. Um, we have some standard envelopes that we've created for this year um, that we are personalizing, actually, for each of the parishes and schools that they can um, have them printed to put in the pew, similar to like a BAA envelope. Um, have it in their vestibule, have it in their pew, um, in their pews, uh, but so that just to make it easy for people to give. Mm -hmm. Of course, the easiest way is to go on our website and make that um, credit card or debit card donation. Um, we it, receive it in real time, um, but, you know, okay. uh, we do understand that some folks still like to write checks. They Some do. I did. <laughs> I, I wrote yeah. a check too. Well, and it saves credit card fees ultimately, right? Right, um, exactly. So, yeah. But we do have an option on our website for a donor to cover those credit card fees. And that way, 100% of their donation is into the SGO fund as opposed to us having to cover those credit card excellent. fees. Excellent, yeah. excellent. So that website, again, is? Sure. It's EmmausRoadScholarship.org. Excellent. So we talked about this a little bit last time, but I think now that we've seen the success of the SGO, we've seen this great fundraising come in. What is that significance of the name, the Emmaus Road Scholarship Fund? Have we lived up to it? Yeah, I think I think I, I view that from the front end and the back end. Mm -hmm. Okay, so up front, did we live up to that name? I think so. We raised almost $2 million. Uh, you know, every school had money. Uh, as we talked about, our unrestricted fund grew, so it shows that we're all, we're all on this journey together. We're all accompanying our, our students towards a Catholic education, towards becoming disciples of Christ. Um, so on the front end, absolutely, we've lived up to that name. Now on the back end, when we actually go to give out the money, um, that, that's where it comes in that second time, that now, okay, those kids who are sitting at Mass, now they can afford to come into our schools, or those kids who are already in our schools who are struggling. Now we've walked with them in this journey, and, and now all of a sudden they're not struggling so much to make those monthly payments. Um, so absolutely we have, but the journey always continues. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that idea of accompaniment, mm -hmm. walking with our families the way that Jesus walked with the disciples on the road to Emmaus. And it's, it's a beautiful image, and that's what we want to have happen. Families are able to accompany other families in this journey of Catholic education, making it truly open to everybody. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. Until we get to the end of that road. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a ways to go. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So anything else to look forward to this year with the SGO? Well, you know, I mean, recently, if you were at the uh, Catholic Men's and Women's Conference, uh, we did have a booth set up there, so you would you would see us there. I would say that uh, if you came to one of those two events and you talk to us, please go out and talk to other people. Just like we all need to be, you know, disciples of Christ and go and share the good news of that, go and share the good news of this SGO fund and what it can do for you and what it can do for our schools. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and it was amazing. A lot of the folks that I spoke to um, at the conferences, they maybe had heard about it, but they weren't 100% sure of what it was or what the impact was. 
And a lot of times we find it's those one-on-one conversations that really, you know, get people across the finish line, so to speak. Yeah. And they say, oh, now I understand. Yes, I want to take advantage of the tax credit for themselves, obviously, but they also want to help. And it's, you know, appealing to the heart as well as to the mind Mm -hmm. where you benefit from the tax credit. And I think that's an interesting point. A lot of the people that you've spoken with Mm -hmm. have been motivated out of that desire to help, not necessarily the tax credit. It's kind of like that's the extra nice little bonus in this. It is. But it's really become an easy vehicle for people to say, yes, I want to help fund Catholic schools. Right. And for those who don't understand it, once they do, they kind of look at you and they have this, you know, aha moment. It's like the old, what was it, the V8 commercials? You know, (laughs) this is a no-brainer, right? Exactly. Which is a good thing. And we've been encouraging them, okay, share it with your family, share it with your friends. We've been summarizing it as turning tax dollars into tuition support. Exactly. Right, give your money to the schools rather than the state. Precisely, yeah. So, so, you know, I think we're going to continue to see a lot of growth. I think making it easy for folks to give, that's something that we can look forward to. And we have seen this first quarter alone, quite a few folks have signed up for recurring gifts, um, which is fantastic. Um, so there's that. And then we have, you know, we're putting together um, or continue to uh, promote various messages throughout the year coming up here in tax. It, of course, we're in tax season, but really kind of that end of tax season push as people are lamenting what they may have to pay to the state of Ohio um, and the impact that the SGO can make on reducing that or, tax liability. Y- yeah, or even those people who are like, oh, I only got a $100 refund mm-hmm. from the state of Ohio. Well, had they donated to this, their refund would be even larger. Exactly. So it, it is both sides of that. Right. And yeah. you know, So really capitalizing, if they even if they couldn't take advantage of it last year because they weren't aware of it or didn't understand it, there's plenty of time this year to take advantage of it so that you can claim it next year. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, Seth, Teresa, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing so much about the great work you've been doing for our schools and for our students. Thank you. Welcome. You've been listening to Becoming Saints, the podcast for our Catholic schools. Our guests have been Seth Burkholder, the Associate Director for Data Analysis and Finance at the Office of Catholic Schools and Teresa Vivona, the Associate Director for Advancement in the Office of Catholic Schools. You can learn more about the schools in our diocese by visiting our website at education.columbuscatholic.org. And while you're there, you can take a look at the tuition assistance page to learn more about our new Emmaus Road Scholarship Fund, or you can visit the website at EmmausRoadScholarship.org. Thank you for listening today, and Seth Barkholder and Teresa Vavona, thank you for joining me. God bless. Thank you.